When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Geekscape. Uh, this is episode 72. I'm Jonathan London, and this is the podcast about movies, video games, and comics. I'm joined this week by my good friend Steve Soul. Who how I you doing? To, <laughs> he wants to know how you are doing <laughs> across the country. People are like, I'm doing good, Steve. You, you, you know him on the personal level because this in. is like your third episode. Yes. But um, Steve and I went to film school. We have plenty of opinions about... Uh, Film school and, uh, and working just in the a industry. couple, but uh, this week we've got reviews of Speed Racer. We got news about the new Gears of War game. Marvel Films announced a slate over the next three years, and um, we got tons of stuff. So just stick with us. Um, how you been since we saw you last? We last saw you with Jenny from Confessions of Superheroes. That's right. Did you see the movie? I did. It's good, isn't it? A little disturbing. It's very. It's well done. Right. It is. It, it's. It's a little. It's a little upsetting. What that you have to do certain things like just the what they're put, get, what having, they were going through and then their some of their their personal lives. But the crazy thing is like you're looking at the Superman guy, and you're like wow, this is his life, and then you go to you see his apartment. Yeah. And it, the amount of memorabilia and the value of the memorabilia, I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad for this guy because he's sitting on literally a million dollars worth of. You know what? You say that like people say that, but it's only worth that if you sell it. Right. You know what I mean? Up until like. Like, I'm looking at my closet full of comics, which I haven't gotten through yet, but I intend to, like, get rid of, like, 80% of it. Uh, and I'm like, it's not worth anything. Until Everyone rob it. Jonathan. Yeah, come rob me. Yeah. Uh, it may not be worth anything. I mean, it's a, it's a shitload of comics, but... Um, you ever go on eBay and check it out? No, I, I don't even know how I would go about, like, like putting it up, but... Uh, you know, my first job is I need to inventorize the thing. You have to do title by title. Yeah, and then I want to do run... You know, like like the writer, artist runs, you know, story runs. You right. Know? And then, like, see whoever's interested in them. Uh, but I've got a ton of stuff, and it's it just needs to go away. Um, so that I can afford to buy more. Um, <laughs> it is an addiction. If only you users out there could <coughs> resell your heroin to buy more heroin. But it's right. not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is pretty gross what you will do in order to, to, to live the dream. It wasn't gross. It was just sort of like, wow, that that's dedication. Yeah, it was dedication. You are dedicated. You're, you're at a desk job, which which is like my kryptonite, you know. <laughs> but that but it's going okay though, right? It's going okay, and they treat me nicely, and I, it's good separation between the two worlds. And they don't ask about what I, you know, they don't ask about writing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather they not because I just want to give them the impression that. That I am there and dedicated, and they're very nice. And right, you're not writing emails or doing deals on their time. No, absolutely. Well, I am writing emails, but I'm not doing any deals. Right, <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. Like, like you're not. Yeah, you're not. Somebody, one, somebody comes over and you're you're covering up the screenplay you're writing. Yeah, in right. spreadsheets. I have my laptop open with Final Draft. I'm like, oh, I'll get to that spreadsheet in a moment. You know, it's like, what are we paying you for, asshole? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Um, it, it's tough. I mean, I definitely had some jobs where, like, I was making the phone calls, which was good about being a runner. Like, I'd be in my car, and you could just do phone calls for the day, mm-hmm. you know. Then you get your phone bill, and you realize uh, you better start thinking out of this hole pretty quickly. Buddy. Yeah, seriously. Um, Absolutely. But you're doing well. Your script. When am I going to read this thing? Oh. Soon. End but of the month. I bug them all the time about it. Don't you even laugh, BJ. VJ, you got all these creative projects I haven't even seen. You've probably opened a fucking portal to another dimension in your apartment. You're always working in there. 
if I was your mother, I'd be like, what are you doing in there all the time? You know, you'd be like in your, you, you, what are you doing in there all the time, VJ? Two words. Two words, what? Listen. Jerking what? off. <laughs> Jerking off. <laughs> what are you doing in there? VJ, what are these projects that we, you don't want to talk about your projects too early? No, not, this, not yet. Not at this stage. Okay. It's big. It's, it's big. big. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. It's a new Charlie Kaufman movie. You heard what he, the, the next president of the United States is his head explodes on the screen. VJ's just like. You heard about the new Charlie Kaufman movie? That's basically about a, a playwright who decides that the play is about living in New York. So in a warehouse, he constructs New York City life-size in a warehouse. And so it becomes this second dim- this other dimension. Wait, it's not big enough. Right, exactly. That's so what's the... Well, like, but it's life-size. But his, yeah, it's life-size, but then you know, like they, he builds a street or something. Uh-huh. And then I think his worlds start to collide you know, in that classic Charlie Kaufman way. It's his first director, his directorial debut. Is it? Yeah. I thought Charlie Kaufman had directed something. No, I don't think so. You know what? Like he wrote. I'm not into his scripts. I'm just not. Into, I'm just not into the movies that he, that have come out of his scripts. They're a little tedious. I mean, he did um, Eternal Sunshine. My favorite one was John Malkovich. The be, being right. John Malkovich wrote that. He wrote Adaptation, uh-huh. which I really liked. I uh, Adaptation, I thought was okay. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I like that. You know, yeah, got me to watch Nicolas Cage, which is a feat in itself. Oh, really? Um. What do you mean? Oh, really? He's a better heavy than than Revolta. I won't watch either of them. <laughs> I won't watch either of them. Face Off is like a challenge in the uh, to the audience. It's like a it's like a threat to America. <laughs> as much as I like John Woo and I think Face Off is a good movie, Dubs. watching those guys imitate Dubs. each other Dubs. is like holy shit! This is a fucking tour de force. Tour de po- torture. Tar- tar- torture de force. A, a tar de force. You don't like The Rock? Uh, oh, The Rock. No, right. I, I saw it once. The Rock is fine, but yeah, uh, Rock's fine. Only because John Leguizamo could be do your me. best. <laughs> Other people are gonna go home with the cheerleader. What the fuck? You, what he is says, it? He says, "Losers do their best. Winners fuck the prom queen." It's like, listen, old man, you ain't fuck shit in decades, so shut your mouth. All right, Indiana's dad. <laughs> oh God, why did they bring him back? I've been I've been watching my Indiana Jones. I'm so pumped for this new movie. Are you pumped at all for the new Indiana Jones? Except for the fact that uh, somebody from can I cite another website? Another yeah, absolutely. Ain't absolutely. It Tool news. Yeah. So what happened they, with that? Somebody on Ain't It Tool posted a in review, got into a screening of Indiana Jones, sure. and summed it up with a quote. I just read it the other day, saying, "This is the Indiana Jones movie you've been dreading." Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, that's you know what I'm not. Jo- I, listen, you know I'm a Indiana fan. Jones I'm a movie fan. I've been dreading. It's called National Treasure. Okay, like <laughs> it, it's called all these fucking takeoffs of Indiana Jones. Give us our fucking Indiana Jones. We got our Indiana Jones. I got to tell you, when that fucking music kicks in in that trailer, I am pumped. I'm pumped. I'm sold. You know, I, I don't care what it is. Do you have a hole in your pocket so you can spank it? I'm excited. Without anybody seeing. I'm excited. I think the one problem with Indiana Jones is that I'm gonna have to fucking watch it in London. And that's such an American icon to me. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, it's an awesome movie. It's like, oh it's yeah. Earlier. You get to see it earlier. No, do I get to see it earlier? You might see it a couple hours, of days early. I'll be working. Like, oh. like I don't know when I'm gonna see that. movie. But you only but... pay about thirty dollars to go to the movies. Now. Oh, dude, it's gonna oh, be yeah. expensive. Um, no, I gotta tell you, like. Uh, I'm just excited to see the movies. The movies this summer, I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the website, we have um, this thread that is talking about like like I started a thread that was like, okay, predict what you think is gonna like how the rankings are gonna be in August for box office grosses. And I, I put Batman at number one, even though Iron Man kicks some ass. Uh, I still Man. think Batman, being a sequel mm-hmm. to a really successful movie, will be tops. Iron Man will get Iron Man. I think. Wait, say that again. I still think Dark. I think Dark Knight has the edge on Iron Man simply because it's a sequel, mm. and it's not a sequel in the same way that Indiana Jones is, where the last movie that came out was '89. You know, That's ridiculous. Nineteen years ago, right? But you got the Dark Knight. It's going to be a fucking. It's going to be a huge movie. I see. I think Iron Man has the has the ability to be kind of be a movie that lasts for a long time because of word of mouth. Like mm-hmm. I told my mom to go see Iron Man. Saying, I said, you will be entertained. Mm-hmm. We'll have a good time, and my mom's going to see it. And I think you'll, Iron Man will get that crowd, like, oh, this is was really entertaining. And Robert Downey Jr. like he cuts across. He's not a kid. He's north of forty, and he play, He's great. He was great. It was yeah. a great choice of casting. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, that's your that's your fact. The fact that it's also kind of, it's very funny and witty. 
It'll do well. I think it's going to last a long time. I just I was just talking to somebody about when the DVD was going to be released, and they, they said it's not going to be for a while. They're going to keep the window open for a long time for theatrical. No, that's, a, that's not a bad idea. It still did twelve over twelve grand this weekend uh, per screen this past weekend. You're right. Yeah, it made it made uh, fifty grand or uh, fifty million, million this weekend. Uh, easily four thousand screens. The other two movies that came out, and I mean, I I really thought Speed Racer was going to do better. Like, mm. I think there there are a couple problems with Speed Racer as far as a marketing standpoint. One, it's a big bag of Skittles. Right. Well, it's tough because. Uh, I went to see Speed Racer. I went to see it by myself, and I think it was the exact <coughs> perfect way to see this movie. I went by myself. The screening was at ten thirty in the morning, so there uh, were a few kids, but it was about half and half, which is still a lot of kids. Mm. And I moved seats early on because when the movie starts, it has like this kaleidoscope opening for the W for the Warner Brothers logo, and uh, the guy behind me. You get all those fucking dads who are like, let's turn this into a lesson to my child. You know? <laughs> so, this kaleidoscope opening, you know, he goes, what looks like that, son? And the kid's like, the kid probably hates his own father. He's like, can I watch the fucking movie, dad? And he's like, kaleidoscope? And he's like, that's right, a kaleidoscope. And I just fucked up my fucking shit and I moved. <laughs> and I was like, you know what that is, son? A fucking asshole that doesn't you know that you started. Yeah, seriously. You know what that yeah. is, son? That's an irritated fellow viewer. Well, I just, I was like, you know what, dude? Like, keep it for the Little League games, okay? Like, because, <laughs> like, we're in a theater. Granted, it is a kid's movie, and I'm okay with kids saying, oh, I want to see that during the previews, or reacting, or even saying, I want to leave. You know? Yeah. Like, you get that in every kid's screening, yeah. especially with, with one that's two, and a, two hours and 15 minutes long, which is a little long. The movie had, the movie felt long. But I'll tell you right now, I really enjoyed Speed Racer. A lot of people aren't enjoying this movie. It's got a fucking tank score on on Rotten Tomatoes. But I think I was... Really? Oh, it's about about like a 35%. Wow. But I really enjoyed this movie. Um, The opening scene is Speed in his... uh, First off, yeah. There is is digital... uh, You know, there's digital like stuff in every shot almost. The whole thing was shot. The whole thing was shot. Amazing. Almost. There's there's like there's definitely a set like when he's in his school, you know, at the very beginning he's a little kid and he has one of these Scantron tests, and he's the whole time you know you're watching the clock as a kid, in in class he's watching the clock so that when the big hand hits twelve, it's like his starter pistol and he just starts this test and of course he does horribly because he's like spelling shit out on this test and he's just doing it. Uh, but it was fun And like the whole movie is light And it's fun And it's well cast And it's done exactly like the cartoon So if you're not a fan of the cartoon You know Did they make everyone's eyes You know like big circles They didn't And little noses They didn't do a full anime thing in that way But they cast people who looked like uh, Like anime um, Right 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 Like classic anime archetypes Like you have this, the, the goofy henchmen you know what I mean? You have these bumbling henchmen who look like they're from 70s London films. You know what I mean? Who are wearing like the, the suits and they're dumb and they have the little hats. And a, and a, and a, um, and a, and a monocle. Like a mo- yeah, you have those kind of characters and they're all colorful in the same way like Dick Tracy was. Mm-hmm. And they cast them really well. The, 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 like, the, the worst racer he had to face, like the best racer he had to face, the kind of uh, vi- uh, villain on the track, because there's lots of villains off the track, uh, the main villain on the track looked like the guy from Lupin. You know, looked like one of the guys from like this classic anime uh, series, and I was like, dude, they are casting people who look like the cartoon archetypes that we've had in in anime and manga for the last thirty, forty years, and they did a really good job of that. The digital stuff is extremely there. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, yeah, yeah. like a lot of people are going to think it's very fucking excessive, and they're just going to be like, I, this movie wore me out. But I, I had my drink, I had my popcorn, I was completely in for the ride, and uh, and it was fun. I think as long as you don't, it's not a mar- it's not a comic book adaptation, okay? Like, I think it, it fails if people hold it up to like the way that we take a comic book and we add realism to it, and we're like, okay, how do we take Spider Man? How do we take Iron Man? How do we take the Hulk or Batman, and we make him realistic? I don't think you can do that with Speed Racer. I think you have to say, okay, what works with the cartoon? And how can we faithfully mm-hmm. translate that into something? Like the marketing of it looks like it failed. 
as far as the film goes, I think I really enjoyed it. And plus, I've been playing Mario Kart for the last two weeks. And this fucking movie was Mario Kart. I was into the races. And even... The races are, are not even that big of a part of the movie. There's a whole... The, the plot is how much are these big business, corporate businesses, in control of how these Grand Prix's like uh like play out mm. you know are the are the are the how is speed going to work his way into this world run by big these big corporate entities while you know his father's business played by John Goodman they're trying to buy him out or they're trying to con him into selling oh, the company and stuff so that whole political you know stuff ha- has to uh play in this i thought the kids would be bored i thought it was actually well written um the one problem i thought with the movie was there's one scene in the last race where Speed is going toe-to-toe with the top racer, and he literally yells out, get that weak shit off my track. And I spent the next 15 seconds being like, did he just say shit? That's all, it was a lot of character. It was way out of character yeah. for this movie, because this movie's got ninjas. This movie's got, uh, a lo- you know, they got a little bit of violence with like this one scene in a truck where Racer X is, att- is trying to rescue someone in the truck, and the bad guys were torturing him, trying to get him to, to sell the company or this or that. And there's a piranha tank, and you see him drop meat in the piranha tank to threaten this guy. And in the midst of Racer X's res- rescue, the piranha tank gets hit by a bullet, and the water starts leaking. Oh, cool. And the main guy is like, I mean, there's so much going on in these scenes, and I think the Wachowskis did a really good job of this. But, you know, the, the, the leader of the bad guy, and this is early on in the film, he, he tells one of his henchmen to plug the tank with his finger. <laughs> and there's oh. piranhas in there And he's like You're kidding me? He's like My babies Plug the tank And so you just see the guy Plugging the tank And his, that's it going on In the background And the action's pulled forward In the back of this 18 wheeler uh, And they're trying to shoot the, You know yeah, yeah. You see the guy in the background On the piranhas Zoom And so oh. there's violent and Stuff like that You see a lot of cars explode And stuff like that But the, but the cursing Was way out of character For this movie And um, other than that I, th- I thought the world was complete and it was consistent You know Whether you like the effects or not Whether you like what the, what the Kowskis did Or not It was very consistent And you knew what you were getting When you bought the ticket um, You can't say that About the last two Matrix films And I think that's why Those movies didn't work You know The first Matrix film Did a really good job Of saying This is the world These are the rules This is what the earth Has become And it was really consistent Throughout that first Matrix movie yeah. You know When they're sneaking around These robots are looking for them as soon as you get to the gay rave in the second, like, like, like Matrix movie, you're like, what, the phone ha- party. what happened to being quiet and sneaking around and being the you last know, like, vestiges of humanity? And they're like, who, that. and it's like, a, like you fucking raving. I was like, the robots can't hear that shit because if it was your neighbors, they'd be really fucking pissed. You know, that, that this, I saw this. I did not see the third Matrix. I didn't either. I got. I saw the second one. I saw the second one, and I and I was like, what? All right. Like, what do they do? To Enough. This? You blew it. They totally blew it. blew it. You blew it. And so I think that's really the key. It's to do. And it was clear on the revenues on the third one because it was sputtering. It was right. it made money, but it didn't quite. No, oh, it didn't. It's kind of like an MI three situation. And the, yeah, and, and I think that has a lot to do with the consistency of the world. Like whether you like the film or not. Yeah. When, when you're writing. And, and, and there are a lot of kids who are aspiring writers and filmmakers who listen to the show. And, and I think. I, I'll tell you one thing I have not written a feature script Since I left film school mm-hmm. I have not written From page 1 to page 90 A feature script Do I have ideas for them? Yes The reason you don't start at page 1 Or even start with your outline Is because You need that world To be so consistent throughout You need it to be uh, Lived in you, you need it to be You need it to have its own rules you need it to have its own look. You need it to be the world in which your story takes place. Once upon a time, there was a place. In this place, there was a guy, girl, thing, whatever. Until you have that, you can't really start on page one. No, it has you know? to be. It, I was just thinking about this with, and it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. it. I was thinking about I Am Legend. Yeah. And what always bothered me, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but okay, you have the humans that are infected and they're, effect- they're basically monsters, whatever right. you want to call them. They're right, just, these they're vampire just, They're things. basically right. flesh-eating monsters. And you have dogs that are infected. And for some reason, now you would think the dogs would turn on anything, but the vampires control the vampire dogs and, that, they, they, and only have them turn on Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And it sounds ridiculous, but I always thought that that was a corruption of the rules 
that shouldn't those dogs be able to turn on their owners? Yeah, I mean, like I think the easy way out that a filmmaker would say would be like, no, uh, they recognize the dead flesh or the recognized flesh or the zombie or the vampire or yeah. whatever over warm-blooded, right? You know, thing, and that's what they really hunger for. But you're right, like. Um, I, I think that movie had consistency problems just based on... Uh, and then it took this very strange bit, yeah. third act left turn. The third act left turn isn't in the book. The mm. book is fucking perfect piece of literature. The, mm. the book is incredible. Um, but uh, it was better... You know what I mean? People are like people were really excited about the director's cut that came out on the DVD of I Am Legend. I prefer the theatrical cut. Mm. Like I think that ending was the closest thing you can get to the book. But... Guys, if you haven't read the book, you're really missing out. Uh, it, the book is phenomenal. Um, did we? Have we? Uh, I might have it. I think Paul is actually reading it back in Austin. But if you, uh, but it's worth reading, and mm. it's a great horror book. Um, yeah, Richard Matheson is the is the man as far as horror goes, and it's really a claustrophobic story, uh, and it's really lonely, and there's a lot of those memories to the plague overtaking his family, but uh, like they did in the movie. Mm. But he wasn't a doctor, and he wasn't this dude who knew it. He didn't have any faculties for dealing with this. He's right. like, I'm going to survive as long as I can. Yeah, I mean, oh, he didn't have, like, the bulletproof house and the guns. and He didn't have shit. He, he oh, really? boarded up his house every day, cause they would, you know, and built a moat around his house. And it was South Central L.A., and he burned down all the houses near him so that they couldn't hide oh, in them. Oh, my God. And it, was, uh, it was, took place in the, in the 1960s, 1950s, and uh, it was just a really great claustrophobic book and, I, and I, you know and I've said it on the show before I was like dude if John Carpenter or in in Kurt Russell had made that movie in the 80s because that was Kurt, that was Carpenter's thing was like let's take people and make them claustrophobic you know precinct 13 you had uh the escape. thing you had escape from New York you had these places where it was one guy trying to survive in this setting you know I think you know that was the time to do it in all honesty um so we're talking about consistent worlds and, and that's really like a big thing Marvel films uh has Really, really taking the, the the heat that they got with Iron Man's big success, and said, "Okay, we're going to announce the rest of our slate for 2010 and 2011." Of course, next year we get in 2009 uh, that Marvel date in early May. We get the Wolverine uh, Origins movie. We get the one with Hugh Jackman, Origin of Weapon X. We get that one. Fine, we got it. The following year, uh, Marvel Films puts out Iron Man 2 in late April 30th. Because they lost the early May date to the Narnia movie, to the oh Narnia yeah. three or something. Yeah, you snooze, you lose. Like so, they're they're actually beating it with April thirtieth. You get Iron Man two. Supposedly, you they introduce Thor in that movie. Oh wow! And then a month and a half later, you get a Thor film. Are they keeping Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau? Yeah, everybody's signed up. Uh, Robert John Favreau maybe because, and they're talking about like Brad Pitt playing Thor and shit like that, but. Okay. If you can play him like he did in Troy, like he was the one good thing about Troy was his performance. Oh, I never saw it. Actually. Yeah, it was a lot of man ass. Oh, but, nice. Yeah. But uh, nice. Mm. Uh, but yeah, supposedly John Favreau really wants to direct the Avengers movie, which is coming out that following summer, two thousand and eleven. It's coming out in June, and a month before the Avengers movie, you're getting a Captain America movie, mm. which introduces Captain America, which is basically gonna be a fucking Saving Private Ryan with a superhero in it. It's gonna Comes be a, story? it's gonna be like a World War Two movie. Oh, and, wow. and at the end of that, he gets frozen, and in the Avengers movie, they discover Captain America while, while Tony is looking for ice for his scotch. Is that true? <laughs> no. oh, that's great. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, like, he's like lifting an iceberg out. He's like, now I have enough ice to power my alcoholism for the next 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this iceberg, and they're like, what's that, sir? It's a speck. It looks like a man. Let's unfreeze it. It's Captain America. <laughs> You heard it here first If it ends up in the movie Alright If it ends up in the movie I'm suing uh, So Good yeah luck. I'm really Dude I think Good Like luck. I said consi- Like a consistent world Absolutely You have to maintain great. your rules You, you have know. to maintain God, Rules And Marvel is now in the, the. He now has the power To introduce A consistent world Because they're making All these in house It's can, amazing They can show everybody Like this is these, They all know each other They interact The stars are all signed up For these movies be incredible. It's great. Yeah. I mean, if they're if they're retaining the and now basically like a Paramount is just a distributor. That's all it's they like are. They don't have to say here. Here's the movie. At the end of the day, he's like, here's the movie. Here's and I think Universal is smart with the Hulk and saying, 
will not produce the, will produce the movie in conjunction with you and act as a distributor because I mean the Paramount's going to make a fucking killing on these Marvel films and Universal now has a little bit of the action with the Hulk movie mm. you know so uh, I just saw the trailer the other day uh-huh. with Ed Norton what did you think it looked good it's, it's weird though it's not revealed that it's the Hulk movie until the last 30 seconds of the mm-hmm. 2 215 trailer it's mm-hmm. weird it's not it's not it's all of a sudden like oh you thought it was about a guy and then yeah and, yeah, and I think like hopefully that is the focus of the movie. Yeah, like a late, like a like they don't show the Hulk until what middle of second act or something like that. Or no, they, I, I cannot. <laughs> t- it's tough. <laughs> the audience is like, what is Jonathan not saying to us? Uh, but yeah, I, I've yeah. Well, I mean, I, no, I saw the fucking movie, but I saw the movie. Oh, that's right. You saw. Um, that's right, that's right. But like, I'm not going to talk beyond that just because like there's an NDA and. I respect non-disclosure agreements, but uh, go see the movie. And all the haters out there who are hating on the Hulk because they see the trailer, go see the movie. And go see the movie with that hate in your heart, and you will yeah. be even more elated when you discover that this movie is actually very good. And see Tropic Thunder. What? And Tropic Thunder. No, it's Tropic Thunder, because we did see the Tropic Thunder. We could, and we didn't sign NDAs, but we're not going to give it away, but it is no. a great movie. Yeah, Tropic Thunder was was great. I mean, I've seen a lot of movies for this summer, um, yeah. which is great, but I'm not Ain't It Cool News. I don't want to be Ain't It Cool News. Uh, as, as a filmmaker like myself, uh, I found out that somebody saw a cut of Singledom that was outside of the production. Great. I mean, it's not like it's not like you. If I ask your opinion or your opinion, it was a completely different director, not related to the production, not related to me, and it felt like somebody watched me with my fucking underwear on. Like I, I felt like, dude, that's that wasn't that wasn't completely representative of my work. It wasn't completely representative of the finished product. That was not ready for you to show. No. So nobody hacks into your computer and watches your spreadsheet before you give the presentation to the company. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but I I, yeah. I was really yeah. fucking yeah. pissed, and we had a we had a conversation about. We cannot, especially if it's a sales tool, which this is, it's like, oh, like, it just takes one fucking bohemian with a video camera to go out there and short sell me out there to other networks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really volatile like that. And you, you got to keep a tight rein. So, no, I won't spoil these movies, but I will say that you will want to go see that movie, The, the Incredible Hulk. And having seen Iron Man... Marvel's, Marvel is opening up the universe And they're doing it in a two-step program Every summer You get uh, Captain America, then you get the Avengers You get Iron Man 2 introducing Thor, then you get Thor And here, you get Iron Man And then you get the Hulk movie Which, I've already told you too much <laughs> You already know too much Their computer screens explode uh, Speaking of sequels, we got Cloverfield 2 On in the way Did what? you know that? No did you know that, BJ? I heard the rumor. Somebody it's... submitted the news story. Uh, I think it was our friend Ralph Oppel, who was a very faithful news submitter there on Geekscape.net, that they always start this viral shit before they even have the movie in the can. Yeah. The viral stuff now is that there's a website that has photos. It's actually just a directory, and it has photos of the Cloverfield, like, of things taken from, like, digital images taken from, like, a government... You know, camera of underwater things that look like a spaceship, and they look like little critters on the on the sea floor. So it's like that ad that I keep seeing on TV. What is Piedmont? It's like the same thing they're doing. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's on AM. Is your phone going? My phone is going off. That is that is George Lucas, please. Um, something does fall at the end. Though. What? Remember at the end? Yeah, at the end of the first one, supposedly something falls in the water. Now there are these images out in the in the, in the internet. Of things in the water And I gotta tell you I've got three of the images And uh, and I think If you look closely at them There's a couple things That you can make out That are spoilers um, Not so much spoilers But you can see little critters And stuff going out Like like this one has Like a bunch of stuff Running around on the, on the ocean floor I'm putting it up On the screen right now And then this last one um, if, if you really look closely You start to see The actual Cloverfield monster In full detail and it looks a lot like our own Big Yanks from the forums. That, that, that is a horrifying image that we just put up there. So I apologize to all of you who were not prepared to see the Cloverfield monster in full. It is horrific. And uh, I'm sorry. I'll take it off the screen now. Thank you. So sorry. Sorry. So we talked about that. We talked about Speed Racer. Marvel release dates. You were talking about this PS3 
three Sony PS3 putting out video on demand through their PS3 systems. That's basically it. You, you said that you said it all. That's I mean, all it is. Yeah. Well, basically, so if if you want to, um, what's that? Oh. If you okay. if you want to see a movie, if you like right now when you're at home and you say video on demand, so you have to go through whoever your cable provider is, your satellite, or Comcast, Time Warner, Directv. You say, oh, I want to watch like uh, whatever's on right now. I, I don't know what's running on VOD right now. VOD release dates are usually coincide with DVD. Twenty seven dresses. Oh, let's, let's cut the show short and let's go watch it. Twenty seven um, dresses. Uh, so, but instead, so and then you pay your fee to the cable company or Directv. But in this case, if you have a PS3, you will link directly to Sony through your internet connect, through your high speed, and get a movie directly through them. Yeah, the, well, the thing cutting is, out the just cutting out the cable company and like you can get that on on through Xbox the marketplace that 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 Microsoft set up through Xbox Live you can get things but they they once you've seen the movie they delete after like thirty eight six hours yeah, or, same or, or forty eight hours same as with iTunes with running a movie through iTunes the iTunes stuff deletes the iTunes deletes I think if you start if you rent the movie you start playing the movie. You have to finish watching the movie in 12 hours or something. And um, and then the whole thing also deletes after 24 hours or 28 hours or something. That's odd. I mean, 26. I think it was 26 I, hours. I downloaded a Lost episode and it stayed on my computer forever. Cause I TV that's, a, that's a TV show. It's TV show, it's yeah. different? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You get to keep TV, but not movies. Okay, and like I haven't tried like downloading movies on the Xbox, but I know like our friend Graham has, and that was like he was like, dude, it was really cool, and it but works HD and everything. The difference with the Xbox is that you're going is that Microsoft is still the middleman for the studio with PS with the PS uh, three. The to, studio doesn't make wait. I don't, Sony the, Sony owns PS three, right, right? Right. So basically, you're going directly to Sony to get a Sony movie. Okay. With Xbox, you're going to Microsoft. To get a movie by any studio, so the, there's another, there's a middleman there, okay. which is Microsoft. Microsoft. With the PS3, you're going direct to Sony. So they make the blind share of the profit. Yeah, totally. Okay. So VJ will be very happy with that because he's been working for Sony for quite some time, even though he hasn't publicly said so. He's been pushing the PS3 like a, like a like a pusher pushes crack. Um, isn't that right? Yeah. Too bad the first so one's not sued free. By Sony for saying what? No, he's pushing it like hardcore. Well, are you gonna get Apple TV or a PS3? A PS3. Oh, okay. PS3. No, PS3 is a very good product, and if I could afford one, I would push it. I'm actually thinking about getting a PSP just for I'm London. Get a Wii. The, the, don't say that to him. He would like to get a Wii because he likes to race and he likes the the feeling Mario of competition. Mario Kart it's isn't not fun. I've, I've been playing it more. It's just. But I'm not a car. I'm not a car guy. Mario Kart not isn't not. Amazing. It, it, what, what, are, what you're saying is horrible, VJ. Mario Kart not only is fun, uh, it's great when you're playing with people, not only in the own room, but I played online with a couple Geekscapists, like this kid Brent. We did a couple matches online, and it was Brent and I versus 10 other people. Yeah, that's better than single player. And that's a lot of fun is playing against you know real what? people. It kind of reminds me of shortwave radio. <laughs> but the fun thing about, about playing with Brent was... Uh, and these other people is like you, you feel like it's actually two people versus everyone even though you and him are, are you know still against each other and uh, and it's great they threw a tournament up and I know a couple of the Geekscapists like Ralph Oppel uh, people were giving me heat I had my time and you can continue to compete in these tournaments it was just great to have a tournament among your friends where you can see how your friends are ranking mm-hmm. in the larger tournament the one drawback is you can't talk to anybody I don't know what Nintendo. Uh, I don't know what Nintendo's hangup is about online predators. I understand it's a huge problem, but if you were to allow players to only talk to their friends, I think it would be okay. Because with fucking Nintendo, it's so hard to add people to your friends list, and it's such a pain in the ass. That trust me, if you're playing against your friend, it's because you went through the fucking problem of adding them, which is a pain in the ass. And it's not what you. I mean, why is it so damn hard to add somebody on a fucking video game system like the Wii? If you're going to add somebody on the Wii, chances are you know the person. They're not a sexual predator. So they need to allow you to talk because there's well, a lot of shit talking. I'm a predator for many reasons. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to say a quick uh, shout-out to our very own Nikki. Uh, she posts on the forums as Darkness Orchid. Um, it is her birthday on the 19th, and I saw her last night at the screening for Mondo Celluloid. They put on that screening we promoted last week. Uh 
uh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. So, mm. happy birthday, sister! It was good to see you uh, coming out. A couple Geekscapists came out and enjoyed the movie. So that was ha- that was good for me. Supposedly Friday night. You know Ben Dunn, the kid who's here sometimes. Yeah. Larger individual. Uh, very funny. Very jocular. Uh, he and Dom had a party Friday night, which I couldn't make it to. And I found out last night that the party got shut down. And when you think about <sighs> parties, and I like that. I like that the fucking Geekscapers are out doing parties together. Like a lot of Geekscape kids went to this party. You know what it probably was? They took an Xbox and put it on surround sound, and the neighbors got pissed. I'll tell you right now what it was. You'd think underage drinking. You think this and, or that. And, no. and you know what happened? The mountain, the a truck of Mountain Dew backed up and, and broke open. That's what <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you right street. now what happened. <laughs> rock band. You nailed it. They had rock band. On it was on too loud, and the neighbors <laughs> called the cops on rock band. I was, I was on, close. you were you were just close. You nailed it. Their fucking shit was too loud <laughs> from playing video games at this party, and they shut it down. I think. Oh my god! I think Coolio uh, Coolio said it best when it ain't no party till the what the rock band's rocking. The it ain't no geek party till that or whatever the fuck he says. When the cops pulled up with their feet stuck to the ground because of all the stick Mountain Dew that had dried up. The on cops the were like. It's like we're on a fucking other planet. There's a, there's a, there's a, it has its own atmosphere. It's <laughs> like <laughs> sugar. It's just bo sugar. It's got its own. It's like they're fucking walking around on like the surface of that. When they go to that snake thing, living in the asteroid, and fucking uh, Empire Strikes Back, and they're like Minox. <laughs> we got Min- <laughs> we got Minox. They're fucking chewies like. <laughs> This is no cave. <laughs> this is no apartment. What's uh, up, guys? <laughs> Want some Slim Jims? Please, officer, don't shut us down. We'll let you play two-player. Four-player. You can take the drums, officer. You're lucky you didn't invite any blacks. Um, that was stupid. Uh, I meant Hispanics. So, um, video games. Yes, oh, are we what? going outside, I say? <laughs> there is a King Singetta Mother's Day spectacular going on outside of my apartment right now. Uh, comics. Let's talk comics real quick. Um, I need no stinky uh, comics. Avengers Invaders came out. This is with the classic team of the Invaders from World War II. Now it's coming to our time and is facing the two modern day Avengers teams. Uh, it's written uh, by the team Jim Kruger and uh, Alex Ross, who did like Earth X, Paradise X, all this fucking shit for Marvel. Um, it's okay. It's not f- fantastic, but if you want to break from like the scroll crossover going on right now, it's worth picking up. Um, it's nothing spectacular. I read this John Favreau written book, Iron Man: Viva Las Vegas. Uh, it's written by John Favreau. There's art by Addy Granov. I, I think I pronounced that pretty good. The artwork I think is actually pretty fucking good. Uh, it's photorealistic mm. stuff, and it reminds me a bit of uh, the dude who did Civil War. But the story is not... Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. It's a four-part series. So if you guys liked the Iron Man movie but are scared off from Iron Man continuity, so you're like, shit, man, I don't want to start reading Iron Man. It's too it's, you know, it's too much. Uh, this is only a four-part series. I think the artwork's pretty good, and it's got some uh, tattooed titty in it. So it's called Iron Man Viva Las Vegas, and it's out. It came out this week. Especially if you guys are new Those fans. Those women look like they're at, re- they look like they're at rehab at <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's cool. Um, I, I guess if you're into it, like tattooed chicks out the wazoo, you know, this whole suicide girls thing, you know. I don't know. I, I, I'd be worried about like if a suicide girl. Like, what would I do in that situation? So I don't know. Like that. I'd yeah, I know. I like. I'd get a tetanus shot. First I was just off. thinking about that. My, I was just at lunch with my brother before I got here, mm-hmm. and we see, just. Just classic douchebaggery in this town, and you know it's everywhere. Right. There's so much douchebaggage douche baggage in this town. It's like, mm, yeah, mm, dog tags, slick hair, you know. Right. And my brother and I look at each other, and some of those women are really hot, but there's all that baggage that goes along, goes along with dating one of those women. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you want to get involved? Right. No. Well, like, why would you want to get involved with that, with the tattooed... I would just be worried that I fucking wake up in like a crypt or something and she's fucking drinking my blood. I, yeah. That's what scares me. You wake up with that. I wake up and she's like, I want to cut you. I like, like, like the cutter shit or like you get oh. off by the choking and stuff like that. I, I had sex with this girl back in college. Did she have a, did she have a discipline ball? No, she discipline was cool. She, she was okay, but 
and I've talked about her on the show, but but uh, but in the middle of sex, she wanted to, she started fucking trying to do some ass play with her hand in me. She tried to fucking jam her fucking finger in up your my, bum, my ass <laughs> in your and, bum, and, and I and she's on top of me, and I keep and she's like trying to reach down and fuck. Fucking stick fingers up my ass and tickle my tickle my my, my anal hole and, and I keep like going like but I'm trying to not like throw her off like a like a bronco but you basically you saying the, rhythm, the exit ramp but is I'm closed. trying to keep the but if I say that if I say that out loud it'll 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 finish it you know what I mean like it was it's over no it, well I don't dude I don't know I'm 18 I'm 19 I'm, yeah well at I'm the time to you're like going, mm. oh, and so I'm sitting there doing this <laughs> and. Once we're done, she goes, "You don't like other guys like it when you put your finger up your head, you know, thing." And I go, "And I go, I'm not really no, one of those that's guys. That's not really what I like, no. you know, because that's like that's like two degrees from a dick, you know, yeah. going in your ass." And and I'm like, "Not into that." And she goes, "You're never gonna have great sex." And I'm like, "You know what? Between you and me, if you gotta fucking cram your finger up my ass for me to have great sex, you're the one doing something really wrong." Yeah. Because I like I just like being at this party, you know. <laughs> Cut to Ben Dunn's. Rock band, bitches, cops. <laughs> Dead cops. No, I'm kidding. And, mountain, uh, and a lot of mountain, and a lot of soda. Mountain Dew pouring on titties. <laughs> Nail titties. Um, so, <laughs> uh, why do you even listen to this shit? Why do you watch every week? Why? I don't understand. I'm not even nice to my own friends. Who? Why do I even have friends? Why do you even know me, Steve? VJ, why do you show up? Um, Gears of War 2. There's a trailer on IGN. I downloaded it. I'm throwing it up here right now. This game, Gears of War, is like, you know, a lot of people were into Halo, but Gears of War took a lot of its thunder and it was a pretty good multiplayer game. It had a really cool world to it where uh, it's way past US, the world getting invaded and the last remnants of humanity are fighting amongst the ruins of humanity. Mm-hmm. And there's these insect monster things, and they're Ugh. huge, and it's just a lot of fun. And the great thing about this game is some of your guns have chainsaws on the end. <laughs> so in multiplayer, you run up to some guy around a corner, and you just go, you hit the butt, like the melee button, which in most games, like Halo, you're just punching the dude. But in this game, you play the melee button, and it goes, <laughs> and you just slice the dude in half, and his fucking top half just slices, slides off. And, and it when was, it hits it, the ground, it's... Oh, it's so great. It's, there's nothing more satisfying in a video game, especially this one, than fucking tying some dude in half diagonally. And uh, and so the big talk was, is there going to be a sequel? We found out a couple months ago there will be. Now we have gameplay footage of uh, a much bigger game. I mean, this game, the first one, you're going through abandoned buildings, uh, you're going through courtyards, uh, but it, everything very much felt enclosed, especially you're going when you went underground. Uh, so the enemies always felt really limited. You'd, you'd maybe be dealing with uh, ten at the most coming at you. Uh, this footage shows that not only are there much larger vehicles and flying vehicles, but uh, there's a, there's a lot more uh, cinematic sequences mid-play. Like it doesn't stop for a cutscene. Mm. As you're playing, you see some some bad guys run alongside you, and you have to deal with them. So the game, the, cin- the game cinematically points you where the story oh, should nice. go. Like it's like you, you hear someone on your team look to the left, you know, take care of them. So you got to shoot that out of the sky, or don't let it reach the the base or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with that stuff. The monsters are bigger, and there's tons of little guys running along the ground. And the great thing about this melee is there's something really frustrating about playing online, working your ass off, and when you when you see somebody and it's ready to do melee. It always always came down to who hit the button first or had less shields. It's like Jeopardy. Yeah, it, it, it's like fucking Uno. And if I want to <laughs> chainsaw some guy, I, like, I think it's bullshit that like just because the motherfucker hit the button first, like now he's fucking gonna kill me. So in this one, no. If if you hit it second, you should be in a, in a in a in a more defensive position. But it doesn't mean you're dead. So check this out. In this one, you got the chainsaw lockup. Where both of you guys pull the chainsaw things, and the chainsaws, uh, they grind up against each other, and you have to hit a sequence of buttons in order to win. Not like Simon, but you just have to overpower mm-hmm. this guy, and when you do, you slice him in half. And I think it'll be a much more satisfying chainsaw when you fucking say, okay, you tried to stop me, but I'm fucking, look at this, I'm jacked, and I'm fucking putting you through. I'm not really jacked, but you get it, like in the game? Uh, and please do not believe that. 
So I th I'm really looking forward to that. I think online it'll make things a lot more uh, aggressive, and I think you're going to have a lot more fucking adrenaline pumping matchups. So I'm really excited about that game. And hopefully Big Yanks won't flake on me this time, because I was playing through it with somebody in New York. Big Yanks who was in the show earlier as a monster. Uh, and he, he bailed. I don't know if he fucking went and bought another game or something, but we have yet to finish Gears of War. And I'm ready to play the sequel, so we got to finish that up before the new one comes out. Steve here is going to get a Wii so you guys can all race him. Wii or PS3, VJ? PS3. Told you. What do you say? Killzone 2? Uh, I say the best balance is an Xbox 360. Like, it's got a lot of games that you can play online with people, but at the same time, it's got uh, a lot of games that, that, uh, that are just more gamer type games. I think Steve here is. You know, it's his first foray really into modern day gaming. Like, you know, what I mean, like yeah. he he didn't go to college a gamer. He didn't go to high school a gamer. He didn't really give a shit about people like us. Uh, now that he's like interested in gaming, I think give him the Wii, the social system, as a really good introduction to just playing. You know, yeah. Um, I think it's the one that's most. You know, I can't mean? get him. How do I get a Wii? I went on Amazon. BJ, you would know. Next BJ, Sunday? BJ, next Sunday you show up yeah. at four thirty in the a.m. at the Best Buy, Circuit City. Yeah. You have to know. What you do is you show up in the back. Uh, there's a man named Julio. You will approach Julio and you will say, I'm here to see the orangutans. And Julio will go, See, sí. ven para acá. And he'll pull, he'll pull you into the back warehouse where they will hand you a carne asada. Carne asada. He'll hand you a burrito. Please do not add the sauce. If you are, if you are not Hispanic, do not add the sauce. It is, it is lethal to, to, to whiteies. Um, but yeah, it's very hard. But. I camped out. You gotta have dedication with. Uh, what about just getting off of Amazon? Don't they get them periodically? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it's a fun system, especially now that you got a, a woman that you can play with. She'll like it. Yeah, know? she will. She'll be into it. Just don't. Just like have some distance between you guys, or else you'll fucking hit her in the face. <laughs> like I do that already. Okay. Well, <laughs> well then, <laughs> this perfect system for you. Uh, where where the wrist strap then? So you can repeatedly. It doesn't fly off. You can just keep hitting her with it. Now we're just talking. Um, so, is there anything else, else to cover? We did movies, we did comics, we did video games. What else can we talk about, Steve? I think we're running out of time. We did. We trashed Juno last night at a party. Well, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Juno. Juno. Juno's old trashed. news, but we trashed yeah, it. It's already. old news. Uh, I cannot wait to not see those movies ever again. Um, you know what? When I sit in the theater, and the first thing I see is like this fucking indie animation thing, I'm just leaving from now on. Yeah. That's I'm a like, safe bet. Star Wars trailer. I did see that new Star Wars trailer for the Clone Wars. Yeah. I gotta tell you, people are really excited about this movie. I'm not fucking one of them. <laughs> Wait, I, a Star Wars movie? I thought There's they... a Star Wars movie that Warner Brothers is distributing, not Fox, and it's based on the Clone War animated cartoon that's been on uh, been on like what Cartoon Network? No, it's CGI. It's not. So it's all CGI. Is there a lawsuit because of Star? Is there? No, a... they're only distributing it. Lucasfilm is still doing it. I don't, oh. I don't know what the whole legality of it is, but it comes out in August, which is kind of a dumping ground. Not really. Tropic Thunder is August. I thought it was late July. August. That's they're, a they're, smart gonna, move. they're pulling a forty-year-old version. Well, not only that, but American Pie did really well in that slot too. Mm -hmm. Oh, Six Sense was a week after American Pie. Collateral was an August movie. So what you got is you got these fucking Clone War movies, and I just you know what? If it takes place in the prequel universe, and at this point, if it takes place in the Star Wars universe, it goes in the I could give a fuck man, like talk about a consistent universe. That that universe has pretty much been mined. For all the toy crap I can deal with, yeah. And 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 what they did was they compromised like a consistent world and a and, and really good storytelling for just shit like toys. Like let's yeah. let's sell some toys. Oh, it was all merchant. That 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 whole you know that whole franchise is merchandise. I can deal with it, but you're losing a giant part of your fan base if you don't make it good. You know, mm. I can't help but think that Star Wars has taken some kind of hit by sucking. They lost people like me. There's a reason there's not a fucking Return of the Jedi poster here and it's got Van Damme and she's never made a bad film. Guys, please. Steve and I at film school always used to do that. I saw an interview on E! with Van Damme from the set. It was like the E! True Hollywood Story in the, from the set of um, Universal Soldier. And Van Damme was doing this interview and there's some guys behind him and he goes, Guys, please. Can you believe this? <laughs> and so, whenever we were in film school and like the, the seats, somebody would be talking... Usually be me talking. And it's like, <laughs> it'd be like, guys, please, please. can you believe please. this? Please, Stingray. Fucking bullshit. 
See ya, Stingray. Um, <laughs> listen, let's wrap this show up. It's enough of us. That damn is the best actor in there. The name is... What is it? <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. Listen. Yeah, this, the, the producer, the Israeli... Oh, producer. yeah, in the making of this Van Damme movie, the guy's like, Van Damme is the greatest actor. It's got, like, fucking... Gold shit bought by Nazi gold. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, straight to video is making me a fortune. Oh. Uh, yeah, takes all that money, puts it into third world weapon sales, and he's making a fucking whatever. Yeah. So listen, that was our episode. Next week, I don't know if I'm going to be in Austin or I'm going to be in London. I really don't know where I'm going to be, but I'm going to try and get you guys an episode on time, which isn't going to happen. But I'll be somewhere, and you will get an episode next week. That being said, you can check out anything during the week at geekscape.net. Uh, we got news that you can submit. We've got uh, all sorts of stuff, articles, reviews, um, interviews, all that can be found at geekscape.net. Of course, the forums. We got a MySpace page, myspace.com slash geekscapenet. Facebook, search for Geekscape and become our fan or our friend. Uh, you got Steve Soul here, who <laughs> is on my MySpace and my Facebook. You can come and, and you can say, hey, I really enjoyed you on, uh, on, my, on Geekscape. You were a yeah. phenomenal man. I will suck you off. Um, and what do you have against Mountain Dew? <laughs> you want to come to our party? You're going to get invited to Mountain Dew parties now. Oh, absolutely. What you guys got to do is get a, like, a crocodile mile or a slip and slide and put like Mountain Dew on it and be like, yeah! <laughs> and end in a TV set with your head in it. Um, <laughs> like go th- right past the people playing rock band. What the fuck? And go right at the TV set. <laughs> Mountain Dew, everybody's standing and the Mountain Dew gets electrocuted. 48 people died here last night in a party fire started by Mountain Dew being electrocuted from this TV set where four people were playing the new video game Rock Band. Yeah, whatever. It'd be like that LA fight the other, that LA high school fight the other day. That. Yeah, they, they had, it was like, it's a, like it, 500 they had like 500, people, 500 high school students involved in a fight at school. Fight, fight! Okay! <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should start. Fight, fight! Okay, let's do it! <laughs> and then everybody else starts yelling fight and it just it's like a bunch of fucking dominoes called morons uh, so listen that's that's the show you can get uh, Geekscape merchandise I'm not wearing it at the geekscape.net uh, web store that's all I got guys I'm going to see you guys next week um, from somewhere like Carmen San Diego I'll be somewhere around the world and you'll get an episode I'd like to thank Steve for coming out I'd like to thank, thank you guys for watching thanks for having me I'd like to thank uh, VJ for being here Sonia would like to thank VJ for being here and we will see you guys next week. What? Oh, shit. Just kidding. I ripped his fucking hand off. I ripped his hand off. Oh, wow.